The following audio is from North Pine Baptist Church. We trust that this recording will help you learn more about God and His message for the world. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au. Names are given to things or people to give honour to someone else. Whether it be a street name or the name of a building or the name of a couple. Names can be honoured. As I was looking into the names of some of the places around us, I found that Kalanga, or Kabul name, originates from the Ugara word in the Ugarabal dialect, which means good place. It's good. Marumba was, uh, was a name that means satisfactory place, a goodly place. Ball Hill got its name after two small hills in the South Pine River Valley Shore. Well, as you might guess, Mango Hill got its name because of the license to Names tell us something about the nature or the character of the person who plays something. But what about God? What about God's name? As we lead into Christmas, we're going to look at seven of the names of God. Seven of the names that people refer to God as in the Bible. And these names will reveal to us something about that. It reveals to us something about how we interact with people. It also reveals to us something about our relationship with people. Our reading today comes from 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 
and the mind of the kingdom period is great and cold and difficult. And he calls his servants and says to them, Do not say this, who is that? It's probably some of his servants. And one of his servants said, None might have said But in light of the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that he's speaking to the king. And he said, Go and see where he is. So they honored him with his kingship. And he told him, Behold, he is in Bethlehem. So he sent them forces and courage and a great army. And they came by night and surrounded him. When the servants of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, he told them, An army with forces and courage was all around him. And the servants said, Alas, my master. He said, Do not be afraid. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, Amen. Please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he stood. And behold, the mountain was full of forces and chariots of fire over the land. In our Bibles, it's translated as the Lord of hosts. And maybe the Lord Almighty. In one translation, it's translated, the Lord who commands the It's actually a compound name of God that occurs over 270 times And its first occurrence doesn't start until one Samuel. So the, the Deuteronomic, Deuteronomic history and the prophets are full of this man of God, the Lord of Christ. The Lord of Christ can be used to describe God's sovereignty, his power over the physical realm. You just see that in Amos. For behold, he who forms the mountains and creates the wind. And declares to man what is his thing. He makes the morning darkness and treads on the heights of the earth. The Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. The Lord of hosts is also used to describe God's sovereignty in the spiritual realm. For those are actually. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high on his throne. And the train of his robe filled with the people. Above him stood the seraphim and cast his wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth The Lord of hosts, God Almighty, over the physical and the spiritual. It ensures divine victory over all enemies, no matter where they might be. And often it's used in the context of military might. We see 
thing that we know the Protestants were destroyed, but we also see, we also see the military might of God in Joshua chapter 5. A time when Joshua is leading God's people, his former slaves who have come from Egypt, leading them in to conquer the promised land. And this is what happens as they head to the city. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our And he said, No, for I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What did my Lord say to him? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your face to the place where you are standing in Can you imagine what the people are feeling with the commander of the Lord's army was going to Joshua? The man leading this bunch of former slaves See that this occurrence and also in a life. Can you imagine what it would be like for a righteous servant to stand there and suddenly he can see that the hills, hills, the onions of heaven. So these occurrences happen to say that God's people can see and have assurance of a spiritual truth. Spiritual reality that God Almighty is with them and in control of their situation. Elijah was a pretty cool fellow. He was pretty special. Some of the things that God did through him. Through Elijah, from one jar comes almost an endless supply of oil. From only a little bit of food. Elisha feeds a multitude of people. Through Elisha, a leper is cleaned, and a dead boy is brought back to life. So this situation that he faces here in Jerusalem is different. Now there's an army here in Jerusalem. And that's what Elisha's service to his church. He sees the army of Syria. He sees an insurmountable foe. With the prayer of Elisha, his eyes are opened, and he keeps seeing that the hills are alive with the power of God. He's given a very tangible reminder of an unseen truth that God Almighty is powerfully present with his people. It reminds me of a scene in Lord of the Rings, the two towers, where the, the elves, the army of elves, come to heaven's feet during the last scene. It's the best bit I could say. If you've seen the movie, when the elves turn up, the, the fighters of Rohan, it's like they grow a foot taller, knowing that the elves are with them. Well, everyone except Gideon is 
The servant of a life in you that the Lord of hosts is now poised, ready, and able to act. But the Lord of hosts doesn't just refer to God's military might. Says the Lord of hosts, God also gives victories over physical. We see that in 1 Samuel 1, where Hannah takes her insurmountable foe to the Lord of God and says, God, he gives her victory. Why does she take her insurmountable foe to the Lord of God? Because she's able to do something. And she is one of the After they have eaten and drunk themselves, now Eli the priest was sitting on the feet beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. He was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and bitterly wept. And she bowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son. And I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And I cried out to the Lord of The situation is not she has an army facing her. She does have a foe. The foe is her battling wound and the torment of another person. For some of us, when we Read stories or hear of God working in powerful ways to defeat foes and enemies. And some of it, some of it is doing the wilderness of Because if God is poised, ready, and able to act, if He has the power to do something about my cancer, then why doesn't He? If he has the power to do something about my addiction, then why doesn't he? If he has the power to do something about my depression, then why doesn't he? Why would God withhold employment? Why would he withhold a marriage partner? Why would he withhold speech? But the answer to those questions is why God might be perfect. It's because we have a better purpose. And if we're going to be willing to accept His power in our, in our lives, then we've got to be willing to accept His purpose as well. I, I get it. I get that there might be people listening to this and going, that's the best you've got? God won't fix me because he's got a better purpose? I mean, we're tempted, aren't we, that if we believe that God is able and willing, well, able and poised, ready to act, 
but if he doesn't act, that somehow means that God is actually not able. Just because God doesn't act how and when we desire, it doesn't mean that he's coming. It doesn't mean that he's coming. It does mean that he has a better purpose. Don't take my word for it. Let's look at where that comes from the Bible. In the Bible, we see God restraining his power of time to serve a better purpose. More than just knowing his power is the reward of faith. God has made known to us his purpose. In 2 Kings 6, if we were going to continue on in that passage, we would see that the power of God as the Lord of hosts is on display. Yet, curiously, the purpose of God was not to unleash that power. God allows the Syrians to come to Elisha to see face to face with him. And through Elisha, God acts with grace towards the Syrians. You can read about that in 26, verses 18 to 23. And in fact, I would encourage you when you get home to open the Bible to that passage and read it through. Whoever's in your household, do it. Open it. And have a look at how God's restrained power serves a better purpose. For Elisha actually has a lot in common with Jesus. See, in Jesus, we see God's restraint of power to serve a better purpose. And we see that so beautifully in the garden of Gethsemane. While Jesus was still speaking, Jesus came, one of the twelve. And with him, a great crowd was stored and buzzed from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Is there something ringing in your mind right now? Think yourself in your life as passage. Now that the prayer had given you, and the sign for me, the one I will keep is the man. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you can to do. And they came up and laid hands on Jesus and kissed him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand into his sword and struck the servants of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father? And he will at once send me more than twelve legions. But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled? But it must be so. At that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to catch me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not speak it. But all this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets 
Jesus did not choose to call the armies to his own. And in these aren't just elves in armor. These are heavenly beings. They're legions of angels, they're called. Poised, ready, waiting for the command of their commander. And despite a crowd armed for war surrounding heaven's commander, the call does not come. Jesus' disciple wasn't going to just stand by with his hands in his pocket. He thought, no, Jesus, now's the time for power. Now's the time for war. Jesus fell on that night. And the perfect Jesus restrained his power with victory over death. The defeat of our insurmountable foe. And on Easter Sunday, we see that victory. We see the power and purpose of God revealed to everyone. The friends, the power and purpose of God are made open to us in Jesus. Because of this, we are still to run to the Lord of hosts. We are to take our insurmountable foes to Him. When we feel powerless to cope with what life is throwing in our way, we are to come to Jesus and be That if he chooses to restrain his power, it is to serve a better Do you believe that the power and purpose of God are made open to us in Jesus? Do you believe it? And do you believe that if he's going to restrain from using his power and heal us, that it actually serves a better purpose? Because if you believe it, if you are willing to accept the purpose of God, not just the power of God, but it will change your life. See, whilst I've been saying that God restrains His power, let me be very clear. This is one of the beautiful things. It's not like God doesn't act 
when he comes to when we come to him. Quite the opposite, he does because he has sent his spirit to dwell in our lives. Though he may withhold healing for his comfort, he doesn't withhold his comfort. And he sleeps right at the time where our lives are serving. That's a beautiful highlight. He gives more growth when the burdens grow greater. He sends more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction, he added his ministry. To multiply trials, he multiplies peace. When we have exhausted our store of injuries, when our strength has failed, where the day is passed when we reach the end of our early resources, our Father's forgiving is only the time. His love has been reached. His grace has been reached. His power and our hands are known and infinite. For ours has been infinite riches in Jesus. What is he saying? What is that is something I think you are going to do. You believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. You believe that he is the Lord of all, that he has the power, that he is able to do something. If you believe that, take your phone to the Lord for the first step. And accept that He has a better plan. If He withholds His spirit in the first place, know that the Lord Jesus has a better plan. And He wants to save us. The very real This is reality. So often we have foes in our lives. And Lord, we admit that there are times where, like the servants of Elisha, all we see is the physical enemies facing us. Father, we pray that you open our eyes to see the greater enemy. So we who are listening to this will know that our greatest enemy is the enemy, enemy of sin and death. We pray to you, Lord Jesus, that you can 
we can see that you are willing to restrain your power to serve and serve the defeat of our God, this makes us really day deep in a quiet prayer life. Thanks for listening to this audio from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.